Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus, who is the living Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for this day, for all you have given to us, for sending your Son, Jesus, to be in our lives. Help us to be instruments of his love in this broken world. This we ask in your holy and your precious name. Amen. Now, when I say the following words, many of you, if not most of you, will know exactly what I'm talking about. Space, the final frontier. Yep. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprises, right? It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to reach out and seek new civilizations, to boldly go where no man, or politically correct, no one has gone before, right? Confirmation. Have you guys ever heard that? <laughs> you never watched the... I mean, the Star Trek movies are new. The TV show is old. Today is Ascension Sunday, and it is reasonably understandable for us to what on Ascension Day to gaze into the heavens, to look up to say that's where Jesus was lifted up by God into the heavens. I recently read that the observable galaxy, and that was sort of a new term for me, the observable galaxy, it takes 28 billion years for light to travel from one end of the observable galaxy to the other end of the observable galaxy. In other words, a galaxy that is so large, that is so huge, that is so big, it is more than any of us can comprehend. It's more than what we can even put our hands and minds around. And if all we do today is think about that galaxy and is heaven up there, we're going to miss the point of Ascension Sunday. And these young people are going to miss the point of what it means to be affirming their faith. Jesus clearly says to the disciples, stay here. Stay in Jerusalem until you receive the gift that I have promised you, the Holy Spirit. The promised Holy Spirit. But you know what? The Spirit is not just waiting for next Sunday, for Pentecost Sunday to come. The Holy Spirit has already come. And as we go through the, all of scriptures, we see that the Spirit has been there. From the moment that Jesus was baptized, we hear that the heavens were ripped open and the Holy Spirit descended like a dove upon him, saying, This is my Son with whom I am well pleased. And as we continue to go through this, the scriptures, we hear what? That Jesus was moved by the Spirit, that Jesus was full of the Spirit, that the Spirit did this or the Spirit did that. And it's not just the New Testament. If we go to Jeremiah, we know that the Jeremiah talks about that the, the Messiah will come and be led by the Spirit. And so Jesus is telling his disciples that the Spirit is coming for them. And he does what? He 
opens their minds to understand the scriptures. To understand all of the scriptures so that they can do one thing and one thing really, really well. So that they can be witnesses. Now, it's really easy for us as we watch Judge Judy or whatever all those judge shows are, right, on TV, or we have our friends or who are attorneys. What is a witness? A witness is someone who is going to, hopefully, if you're that person, speak on your behalf so that you win the case and not the other person. And their witnesses are to do the same thing. But that's not what we mean here, is it? Witness here specifically means to testify, to not to something legal, but to testify to the promise of God, the promise that God sent his son Jesus to be with us so that we would have the promise of new life given to us. No matter what, no matter what's happening in our life. And so, you and I in 2015 are called to be witnesses, to go into God's world, to make disciples, to live and to serve others, to go into God's house, to do those things, not just in God's house, because it's really comfortable for us right now to be in these four walls, to be in God's house, and to be here. But we need to do something more than just be right here. We need to go out. And how might you make disciples in this world? Being kind to one another, to help someone out, to help a friend who is in need, to give that listening ear, to show care and compassion, to love as you have first been loved. There are so many things and ways for us to help begin that process of building and creating and making disciples of God's people and of the people who we wish were here. Speaking of that, how many of you here were, were here on Thursday? Because Thursday was Ascension Day. And wouldn't it be wonderful if on all those days the church was like this? And not just like this on Confirmation Sunday, but every Sunday, the church. I just learned between services that Ascension Day is a national holiday in Germany and Switzerland, and they had Thursday and Friday off because of it. Think about that. Think about that. How many of us really even thought that Thursday was Ascension Day, unless you were planning worship? <laughs> it just doesn't... Go into our vocabulary. It's, it's just Thursday, this last Thursday was 40 days from the resurrection and that's when Ascension Day is and we don't think about it. But what if we did? What if we made that an important part of who we are because that ascension of Jesus is the promise that not only did Jesus come for all of us but that he is now with God. He always was with God, but he is now with God, and that promise of new life will never leave us. That promise of going out into God's world is there. 
I really like how the book of Acts ended. This our lesson for today. Jesus was lifted up. And what did the disciples do? Wow. Then there were two men in white robes. Sounds sort of like the, re- the, the resurrection appearance. You know, when, the, when they went to the tomb and there were two angels in white robes who said, He is not here. He is risen from the dead. And as they were doing that, what did they say? Men of Galilee, what are you doing staring into the heavens? Go! Get out! Don't stand here. Go proclaim. Do what you have been called to do. You are witnesses. You didn't think there would be a sermon on Confirmation Sunday without me talking just to the 12 of you, right? Today you are going to affirm your faith. You're going to stand in front of your family, your friends, and before God. And you are going to confess your faith. You're going to renounce sin. And you're going to have hands laid upon you where we ask that the Holy Spirit be with you and guide you. Confirmation class of St. Paul Lutheran Church of 2015, I ask you, what are you doing here? What are you doing staring into that sky? Go. Go in the name of Christ. Share his love. Proclaim his goodness. Live faithfully. Make disciples. Serve each other and God's people. For today, you are making a very important declaration of your life. And the Spirit is indeed upon you and will be with you forever. Amen.